Your day has just begun. Yeah! But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Trending! Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah! Hashtag Utah Jazz. Rudy Gobert, top of the key, jabs right, puts it on the deck with the left, gets by Ibaka, to the rim, two-hand hammer. Rudy, don't do me like that. Gets it back from O'Neal, left side, finds favors at the top. Now trying to find Donovan, backdoor cut, Donovan going to the window, he packed it! Oh, he did it with a little filth, with a little nasty, with a little Donovan! Donovan bounces it back to the corner, it's Mike Conley, right corner, three, There's David Locke on the call. Highlights from the last time the Jazz played the Clippers. That was early in the year. Jazz won that one. They meet again tonight. 8 o'clock. It's back-to-back. Two games, three days. They'll play again Friday night. Well, many people will play. Some will not, and some are questionable. Paul George, Nicholas Batum, or as PK likes to call him, Nick Batum. They are out. No Paul George, no Nicholas Batum. Batum has a concussion. Uh, Kawhi Leonard is questionable, and Mike Conley is listed as questionable. As he comes back from the hamstring, uh, Kawhi Leonard some kind of lower leg injury. I don't know what it is. Well, I've been questionable for 18, for 19 years now, and I've shown up most of the time. Oh, you've been day-to-day, but you haven't been questionable. Uh, I expect my, you there, so there's no question. Many of my takes have been questionable. That's a different thing. Even when I'm there, though, I'm questionable as I'm playing. <laughs> I always think you're going to make it through, though. One of these times. Well, one of these times, maybe not. Jazz game night, the pregame show at 7 o'clock. Uh, first tip at 8. If you What's had to guess. Tip? Uh, they don't do the second tip anymore. <laughs> so, well, you said first. <laughs> right. Well, there used to be a second tip at halftime. They used to tip every quarter. Now they just tip it off to start the game. And then, you know, there's a jump ball along the way. So the second tip is is random, if at all. Which I think is stupid because I think you should bring the captains out and flip a coin. That wouldn't be bad. If you just flipped a coin and then alternated possessions, I could live with that. Well, then you defer and you have the referee give the safe sign. And now you're overthinking it. All right, Mike, Mike Conley questionable. Because he's been out, does that make you think he's going to play? Because i got to say with Kawhi Leonard, I don't think, when I hear questionable, I don't think he's going to play. But Conley, I'm kind of leaving the door open. It doesn't matter to me. What, what difference does it make? Because I, mean, I want to see him play. Point. I want him back in the lineup. But, but you, you will see that. Tonight? It's not like he's out. he hasn't retired. Uh, I know he hasn't retired. Thank you, Captain Obvious. You're questionable. So, <laughs> I don't think that – but in terms of the game – it doesn't matter. You have to play the game. You have to try to win the game. You've done that very, very well. Yep. And I was thinking yeah. about this. I was thinking about this last night watching the Nets. And then they had the big comeback, obviously. We'll get to that. But this is one of the benefits. We keep hearing, well, you know, they don't have the true elite superstar. As if it's a negative. Actually, it's not a negative. Because it's a positive. We've seen a number of guys be out and miss games here and there. Not substantially, but on a limited basis, they've missed games. And they haven't missed a beat because they don't have this true superstar. So when the true superstar isn't there, then it doesn't matter if he isn't or isn't there. Because you're more of a team, of a collection of guys that are helping you win games. 
So whether Mike Conley plays or not has no bearing on whether they win or lose. That's a good thing. That's not a negative thing. On a limited basis, if he's out for 20, 30 games or like Bogdanovich in the postseason in a series, that's an entirely different situation. I'm talking about games here and there that all teams go through. And the Jazz so far have had not a whole lot of injuries, knock on wood, but they've had some, some issues. I would, I would label them minor, but yet they haven't missed a beat. So this idea that, well, you don't have that true superstar shouldn't necessarily be viewed as a negative. It should be viewed as, well, we've got enough dogs to be able to win the game. So whether Conley plays or not, it doesn't matter. Uh, I think all that's true in the regular season, but in the playoffs, you get to the fourth quarter of the biggest games and you need stars. Possession after possession in the fourth quarter of the biggest game, it's usually the stars that get it done. For one possession, plenty of role players have hit big shots. So if it comes down to one possession, you don't necessarily need the star. Uh, but Who's hit big shots outside of Ori and Kerr? Who you, who's your go-to guys? Ori and Kerr. <laughs> you knew you were going to do that. <laughs> Give me John Paxson. Yeah, John Paxson. There's another good one. John Paxson and Kerr are the same guy. It's a good. Point. They are not. <laughs> they are not the same guy. You're questionable. To MJ, they are. Who's today's? He's 58 years old today. I, I would go beyond that. That one possession. I mean, the one possession could be no, with two or three point. minutes I'm just, left. I'm just playing. I'm playing yeah. with you. Yeah. But you're right. When you get down to the final 10 seconds, then that's that's pretty much the list. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Murray's quickly across the timeline. Throws it in the paint to Jokic. Layup is up and in. That's 43 for Nikola. Ingram bounce feed to the cutting Williamson. Left baseline, two-hand throw down. Look out. Below. He is dead last percentage-wise as the king goes baseline. Look out below. Lillard will bring it back the other way. He crosses over and drives, goes up off the glass and banks it in. Harden, straight on, three on the way, good! Oh, James Harden has led them all the way back. Nets take a two-point lead with 29.8 seconds to go. The Nets pull off their biggest halftime comeback since they joined the NBA in 1976 in the ABA-NBA merger. That is a long time ago. 45 years ago. They were down 75-54 at the half. 75 points and a half. I mean, you are giving up some points. And yet, they were able to come rolling back from a what eventually was a 24-point deficit. They did it without two of their big three. James Harden played, but uh, Kevin Durant had a hamstring injury, so he was out. And Kyrie Irving had lower back tightness, so he was out. Steve Nash back in Phoenix, making the magic happen, breaking Suns' hearts in the city where he starred as a player. And they come all the way back and win that game. Phoenix just completely shutting down at the end of the game, PK. They didn't score in the last two and a half minutes. 248 without a point. You know, I'm going to be listening to Satellite today. I ain't going to be listening to Phoenix Radio when I go to the gym. I know what they're going to be talking about, and I don't want to hear it. <laughs> you don't want to hear them? Wait a minute. You love negativity and pain and suffering and misery. <laughs> Why don't you want to hear this? I get uh, you don't want to hear an hour of it, but, you know, like yeah. 10 minutes of this. Yeah, Who are they blaming? Gonna, they're going to be talking about it all day. What else do they have to talk about? Right. Who are they blaming? Whose fault is this? How did this happen? 
Well, I was texting somebody from Los Angeles uh, late last night around 11 o'clock, and he says, I blame Chris Paul. I blame everything on Chris Paul. He's a gagger. <laughs> and he recites all the things yeah, right? he's lost. I said, okay, well, yeah, you got me there. Now, I didn't want to say, hey, yeah, time for me to go to bed. But uh, <laughs> so they'll dissect that thing every which way. You know, you got a 24-point lead in the second half. That's a lot. And that's a, that's a big-time gag. I can't uh, – just blow that off and say, ah, well, it happens. It's a little too too much to just, ah, that's the NBA. It happens. I can't really accept that in this circumstance. You'll go 10, maybe 15, but not 24. You've drawn a line. In the second half? I'm, I'd be more uh, open to it in the first half, but in the second yeah, I half? Think, yeah, nah. I think once it gets to 20, it always bugs me. I mean, there are more possessions in the first half, so I get your point, but it, it would still bug me. It can bug you, but we've, it's not that unusual. 24 in the second half is unusual. Uh, elsewhere, the Lakers labored but beat the Timberwolves. LeBron went for 30 points, 13 rebounds, and 7 assists. So Lakers pick up a half game on the idle jazz there. Is it too early to turn into a pennant race? Will I bother you if I do that? I mean, I'm probably going to do it no matter you know, what you there, say. There's no such things as pennant races yeah, I, anymore. I know. Yeah, I uh, know. That's that's an old phrase that doesn't exist. Jazz are a game and a half up on the Lakers uh, after the Lakers win and beat Minnesota. Anytime the Lakers go home, they always get fired up. <laughs> the Lakers go home. What was that? That was uh, what, 60 years ago now? <laughs> it's amazing. That, to me, the Timberwolves have replaced the, have replaced the Kings as the NBA's most consistent joke. 7-21. and 21. They've got the worst record in the NBA. A little extenuating thir- circumstances with Carl Anthony Towns missing so many games with COVID, but nonetheless, the worst record. No, he's back now. Uh, Blazers beat the Thunder. Damian Lillard went off. He had 31 points, 10 assists. Hit a few outrageous shots. So Portland gets the win. They pass Phoenix for fourth in the West. I guess we should watch... That battle for four and five, actually they're tied. They're identical records, 17 and 10. And that puts them one game in front of San Antonio and two in front of Denver. Yeah, Portland's another. I mean, they have two starters out. It just doesn't matter, man. you got to find ways to win games. And Portland, they've done just like I thought they would. They've done fine without those guys. Denver Nuggets got 43 from Nikola Jokic, and it didn't matter. They got beat by the Boston Celtics, 112 to 99. They did Needed someone to go with the Joker, and, and nobody did. Well, I think Murray did, uh, but Millsap was out, and they just, their bench doesn't give you anything, much of anything. I mean, they, they're, they've got a couple injuries, plus the guys that they've lost in the offseason. They just don't really have much of a bench. 14 points off the bench, not enough. Yeah. Got outscored 30 to 14. Yeah. Uh, Timberwolves guard D'Angelo Russell undergoing arthroscopic surgery. A loose body in his left knee. Expected to be out four to six games. He's already missed three. Celtic star Jason Tatum said he's still dealing with the after effects of COVID-19 more than a month after he initially tested positive of the virus. He says, I think it messes with your breathing a little bit. I have experienced some games where I don't want to say I was struggling to breathe, but you know, you get fatigued a lot quicker than normal. Just running up and down the court a few times. It's easier to get out of breath or tired a lot faster. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Big game in the Mountain West. Utah State, Boise State. 
Utah State's 11-2, Boise State's 12-3, so Utah State percentage points in front of the Broncos in the race for first place in the Mountain West Conference. Game tips at 7 o'clock. You can watch it on the CBS Sports Network. Scotty G will have the full play-by-play coverage beginning at 6.30 on 12.80 The Zone. Aggies have had a little bit of a a layoff here, PK, uh, having the game canceled in Fresno, and then the next week Wyoming didn't want to play, so... They were playing pretty well. It'll be interesting to see if they've uh, if they got it coming back. They're fourteen and five. They're eleven and two in conference. Well, name me a team who hasn't had a layoff. Boise State. I don't know if they have or they haven't. Uh, if they haven't had any games missed, that would just be. Oh uh, no, they've had awesome. a game. They 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 have missed a game because they're at fifteen yeah. games, so they missed one along the way somewhere. Uh, and now they're going to allow nine hundred fans into Taco Bell Arena. The drama of the fans. Talking to someone close to Utah State last night, Boise State just gets under their skin. They hate him with a passion. Yeah. It's technically extra mile. Yeah, it's now. been renamed. Come on. Well, he called it Taco Bell Arena. It so still should be Taco Bell Arena, in my um, opinion. <laughs> and why is that? If Taco Bell's not writing it, I, I want a crunch wrap. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I am a former employee of Taco Bell. Didn't some uh, middle-aged woman hit on you at some party and creep you out at a Taco Bell Christmas party? She was all over me, like white on rice. And how? And this is when you were like twenty or something. Uh, it's probably eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, and I just said, you know, sweetheart, maybe if you got your teeth fixed. Ah, oh, come on. But even then, she was the manager, and it's a little bit of alcohol-induced. Uh, Situation, and I had enough brains to know, yeah, not no, happening. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 DJ PK. Hashtag college football. Florida Gators coach Dan Mullen, former University of Utah quarterbacks coach, Dan Mullen demurred when asked about his potential addition jumping in the NFL at some point, saying, I'll address it this way. I think a lot of people are trying to figure out what the future of college football is going to hold and what's it going to look like going forward. I love being here at the University of Florida. I think we have a great program. We have a great fan base, great history, the opportunity to be a championship program every single year. I think there are concerns with coaches regarding what the future of college football is going to look like. I think there's a lot of uncertainty that we're trying to figure out right now to see what our futures are going to hold. Man, that's a long way to say, well, we'll see. Right? Yeah, but I, I get he's young enough. Why would he slam the door on it? I mean... He shouldn't would, be looking around leaving Florida because he's got a great job, but it's college football. Florida could fire him, and he can want to go to the NFL. So why issue some gotcha College statement? football, it could be the guy at the shoe store and anything in between. Why would anybody say, well, I'm not going to do that? You don't know what's going to happen. Right. So I don't begrudge him. You just say, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I'm the coach right now. I love this job, and we're trying to prepare for spring ball or whatever it is that's on the agenda for today. And away you go. Who knows what's going to happen six months, ten months, ten years from now. Yeah. I mean, this, this is like, okay, fine. Was there some rumor about him? Why did he get asked about this? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe because of Urban, I guess. It's a topic. He's in Florida. It Urban's was, in Jacksonville. It was his pre-spring ball press conference. So, Yeah. American Football Coaches Association asked the NCAA Rules Committee to take up the issue of players faking injuries. The current rule 
says if a clock is stopped for an injury, the injured player has to go to the sideline and sit out one snap before he's eligible to return. I hadn't noticed a big problem with players faking injuries, but I guess it could change that to three plays or five plays. I mean, that stuff would usually happen at the end of a game, and if there aren't that many plays left, you're not going to want to miss five of them. I think they should be kicked out of school and their scholarships immediately Oof. revoked. TJ and PK, you're questionable. Hashtag NFL. We've had some some contact. You know, it's it's you know it's early in the stages. I think you know he's having. Uh, we obviously know his skill set and what he's meant to the Texans. I haven't played against him twice. Um, the type of player he is. Uh, so we'll you know we'll just kind of see how it goes. Like a lot of these guys that you know that are coming available you know, over the next uh, few weeks. That's Titans general manager John Robinson saying they've been in contact. With J.J. Watt, who apparently there's a link with him to Cleveland. I assume everybody who's a playoff team, there'll be a link to J.J. Watt. Why would he go to a rebuilding team? Go go somewhere where you can be a third-down pass rushing specialist or something. Take a little less money, play for a winner. So you've got him as just a part-time player? Yeah, I think so. I mean, his sacks are down, and I would think that that is... Uh, maybe it's because... He's getting doubled and nobody else can play, but I mean, he's, he's had some injuries. I don't know that he's as explosive as he's been. You tend to take a beating at that position over the course of your career. I mean, he could be a, you know, a you know, once-in-a-generation player like Reggie White or something and be really productive into his mid-30s, but I wouldn't think he's out there signing some big Reggie White's the go-to guy, isn't he? He really is. But, and I just don't think he's that because Reggie White's off the charts. So okay. yeah, I would think I would think uh, you know more of a part-time role here. You know, you, you get two defensive ends, put them in some you know three-man rotation. But we'll see. What do I know? Carolina Panthers released two-time All-Pro defensive tackle Kawan Short after he suffered back-to-back season-ending shoulder injuries in 2019 and 2020 to limit him to just five games played over two years. And projected top overall pick Trevor Lawrence underwent surgery to repair the labrum in his left shoulder, which is his non-throwing shoulder. He posted on social media, media that surgery went great and he's excited to rehab. So I guess so he Lawrence had the, labrum leaves no doubt. There it is. The Lawrence labrum is in great shape. Lovely. And the five-year-old girl who was in critical condition after being injured in an accident by Britt Reed, son of Chiefs head coach Andy Reed. She has woken up from the coma she was in. Reed remains under investigation for the accident. His contract with the Chiefs expired after the Super Bowl. So, good news that she has uh, come out of the coma. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There is no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Tim Reynolds, NBA writer for the Associated Press, joins us next. Tim Lacombe, Jazz Radio Studio Analyst, is here at 9 on 97.5 at 1280 The Zone.